What's happening this week on your favorite soap opera? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. This week, we are live and unscripted. Why? Well, it's because it is an hour of your calls, an hour of all things soap, talking to you, the soap fans. So... There are no defined topics. There is nothing that is off limits. Well, I would guess most things are not off limits. But one of the things that happens here on the show is that we book guests so far in advance that we really don't have any anticipation that there's going to be big, late-breaking soap news. So when things happen, if we already have a guest and the show is already booked, unfortunately, we're not able to have enough time to discuss the topical issues that may be going on. So, for example, over the past couple of weeks, there have been so many news stories that have popped up, particularly on, well, I guess actually it's all of the soaps. You have on The Bold and the Beautiful, Ron Moss and Susan Flannery have announced that they are going to leave the show. It's a big deal because they are two of the four remaining original cast members. So I want to find out what you guys have to think about that. Will The Bold and the Beautiful be able to survive? Will it be able to sort of chug along with two of these big names leaving the show? And more importantly, there are some rumors on the Internet that maybe the reason that these two stars are out is because they're not happy with the fact that they've been given sort of a back burner status, that there are some other more... Uh, let's say less established characters that are getting a lot of the airtime. Then we have Days of Our Lives that is just about to go through a re-reboot. If you're wondering what that means, well, last year there was a reboot, and this year they're going to be doing the same thing. One of the bits of casting news that has come out is that Greg Vaughn is going to be taking over the role of Eric Brady, and Nadia Bjorlin is returning, but not until 2013, for the role of Chloe. Over on General Hospital, in addition to the very, very hush-hush top-secret return of Ian Buchanan to the show, the show is moving to a new time slot starting on September 10th. It's going to be airing one hour earlier, so you'll need to adjust your DVRs or your, I guess some people are still using VCRs. If you're using a VCR, we'd like to hear from you to find out exactly why you're still using a VCR. Maybe we'll try to uh, find a way to get you into the DVR phase. And then, of course, over on, uh, well, actually, before we leave the General Hospital, Steve Burton has announced that he's going to be stepping away from the show after 21 years. It's a big deal. I'm wondering how they're going to handle writing out that character. And more importantly, what do you fans want to see happen there? And then on The Young and the Restless, we're still in the midst of a shakeup from the behind-the-scenes changes. But we also have some back-and-forth news about Crystal Khalil. Is she staying as Lily, is she going? What's going on there? We're going to start off talking about the bold and the beautiful with a caller that uh, only has a limited amount of time, but said they specifically wanted to come onto the show to talk about the bold and the beautiful. From New York, we have Joey. Joey, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, Dan. How are you? I'm good. I know I saw on Facebook that you wanted to be a part of the show uh, or Twitter or one of the places, and I wanted to make sure that we got to you. So you said you have strong opinions about what's going on. Let's hear these strong opinions. Okay. I really think that they're messing up. I mean, because Bold and the Beautiful has been for 25 years centered around the Foresters and Ridge. I remember I, I've actually been YouTubing it lately just to remember how great the show used to be when it focused on Ridge and fashion and Stephanie and all those great characters. And I just don't know what's happening to this show now. They're focusing on this lean guy. I call him lame. I always say it's the lame triangle. And um, I don't think he's leading man material. He's funny. He's great, you know, for like a comic releaser like Sally Spectra. But I don't see him as a leading man. And I just can't believe they're letting Ron Moss go. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned that for so long the show is focused on certain characters and certain families. If you look over the years, there have always been these attempts by B&B to bring in characters that weren't related to any of the core, like the Logans or the Foresters, and there was a lot of fanfare, and then they sort of fizzled out and, and went away, and they didn't work. Now, here you have a situation where they're doing just the opposite. They have a core family, and I mean, this is in this situation, appears to be uh, Susan Flannery and Ron Moss's decisions to leave, but I have to wonder, Joey, do you think that they could have done a little bit of arm twisting and come up with some ideas to maybe convince them to stay? 
I think so. I mean, I know they keep stressing that it's salary issues, and I know Susan Flannery has been wanting to leave for a few years because she's ready to retire. But I think that they have to be frustrated that it's just focusing on, you know, these three young characters and a stupid triangle. And I do social media, and I see what's going on with the viewers. No one really is into this triangle. I don't know if Brad Bell just isn't listening, but people want to see other stuff, and they do want to go back to the core characters. And I would say that Ron Moss and Susan Flannery, you know, just are kind of fed up with it. One of the things, if you've been following social media, and for the folks out there who are also checking things out, they know that there's been this sort of hint that perhaps the Bold and Beautiful could recast the role of Ridge. Uh, people, of course, seeing that have already taken to Twitter to offer their own ideas of maybe who could fill in for Ron Moss if he decides that he doesn't want to come back. What are your thoughts on the possibility that there's a recast looming? I think that's a really bad idea. I mean, I don't know how they're planning on getting Ridge off the canvas for a while, but I think that they should just do that, and hopefully they'll be able to convince Ron Moss to come back. But, I mean, he... It's just like, how could there be another Rich Forrester besides Ron Moss, another Eric before, besides, you know, John McCook, Susan Flannery Book? Those are, like, irreplaceable actors in those roles, and I don't know. I, I heard something about Peter Reckle replacing him. I don't think that would be good either. I think they just need to try to convince him back, and I'm hoping that somehow they send Susan Flannery off with Sally or something, and she still is able to come back and visit some, and they don't kill her off. So, I don't know. If- before I let you go, because I know that you were short on time, if you had to pick one, and I'm going to put you on the spot, oh, no. if one of the two roles had to be recast, either Ridge or Stephanie, which do you think would, well, I'm not going to say which would be the, the, the easiest, but which do you think would be the most important to recast on the show? Gosh, I really don't know, because I can't imagine anyone doing either one of those roles and I think there would have to be a lot of time in between. I don't know. I mean, gosh, that's just a hard question. They're both so great. Uh, I know I'm not really answering it, but I, I just can't imagine either either one of them being, you know, recast. So I think it would just be a bad idea. I, I wanted to put you on the spot because I couldn't answer the question, so I figured maybe somebody else had No, to just like how could there be another chance. person playing Brooke besides Catherine Kelly Lang? How could there be, you know... Oh, there's just certain characters they cannot replace. They can't be, um, Young and Restless, they couldn't have someone else playing Victor Newman or Catherine Chancellor. I mean, they tried that, you know? Yeah, they but. did. In some situations, you know, they have to, but, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe we'll have some other folks in this hour who have some thoughts or some, uh, something else that could maybe shed some light on what we weren't able to answer. So, Joey, I want to thank you so much for calling. Oh, sure. And let me just say one more thing, though. I know I said it earlier, oh, but I really, really think they need to get the focus off of Lane on this show. Well, you know, the, uh, from this, the emails that I've been receiving, it seems that there are a lot of people who feel the same way, but for one reason or another, whether they just don't want to or maybe they can't, uh, the the show doesn't seem to be changing its focus, at least right now. Yeah, well, I hope that it does, because I think that will end the show if he keeps being the, the main guy. But, I guess uh, only, only time will tell. So I hope that you have a yeah. safe, long weekend, and hopefully <laughs> we'll be able to have you back on the show to, to share some thoughts once all of this shakes out. You too, Dan. Thank you. You have a great weekend, too. All right, everybody out there, if you have some opinions, not just about The Bold and the Beautiful, but any of the other soaps that are on the air, I want to give you the number again. It's 866-472-5788. We, again, we're discussing anything that's topical, from casting news to behind-the-scenes changes to good stuff, like why you're tuning into your favorite soap and who are your favorite characters or actors. It's it's meant to be a, a sort of a cleansing show to end our summer. We're going to be talking about anything and everything soap, just like we do every week. But this week, the difference is that you guys are the special guests. So let's go back to the phone lines. We're going to stay in New York and take a call from Kimberly, who I have a feeling wants to talk about General Hospital. Kimberly, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi. Actually, I have a couple things to talk about. First of all, I agree with that last caller about Bold and the Beautiful. So ridiculous. I mean, I'm not surprised some people want to quit. Um, that whole storyline's been going on for, what, two years? Way too long. And a lot of people I talk to say that they're so fed up with it. I mean, I quit watching, and my mom quit watching. I mean, we're just sick to death of it, really. 
in all honesty. Well, what are, what would make this show more watchable for you? Uh, well, first of all, you know, get the focus off these kids, and I want to see more with um, with some of the veterans. I mean, like Brooke has been there. There's hardly anything, and um, I don't know why Katie is staying with her husband. He seems like a pig. He's influencing his son to uh, fool around with Steffi all the time because he likes Steffi. I mean, it's just ridiculous juvenile stuff. Okay, so you said there were a couple of things outside of the bold and beautiful. What else would you like to talk about on your favorite soaps? Um, well, I, I do like, um, with General Hospital, I like the consistency. Um, I started watching fairly recently, but um, I know some of the people on the show have been on forever. Like, I like that it's the same Luke, the same Tracy, the same Heather. So many of these shows replace all of these people. And, you know, that gets confusing because on Young the Restless, we've already had three people play Heather Stevens. Not that the actors who play them now aren't good, I just feel like if they can't get the person back, don't bring them back at all. Because now it's like it's going to take forever to get used to Jennifer Landon playing Heather. And I wish that they would be, you know, more consistent and take their clues from General Hospital and keep the same faces because those are the faces that people know and love. And that's that's why I'm really like. General Hospital, and I like that they put a lot of humor in things, um, like with Todd. Todd Manning is so funny in a lot of those scenes, and I noticed a lot of other shows don't do that. They don't seem to deal with these, you know, situations with humor. Like, there's this one scene where he was talking to Heather, and he said, this is why you never... Uh, talk to strangers you meet in a shot or something like that. And I just thought that that line was hysterically funny. While we're on, while we're talking about General Hospital, and one more thing before we have to go to a commercial break, Kimberly, uh, one of the big news stories that's come out of General Hospital is that Steve Burton has decided that he's going to step away from the show to focus some time on his family. Now, you talked about consistency. Obviously, I then would assume from what you're saying that you would not want the show to recast the role of Jason, but what well, do they do not, then because he's such a crucial character? He's not my favorite character, but um, I know a lot of people love him. You know, they think he's hot and he's like a Ken doll. No, I don't think it would be the same. I think that's what happens with a lot of these shows is they either get new writers who don't know the characters, they don't watch the tapes from previous years, they go off in their own direction, and then, of course, they recast everybody, or they age these kids out so rapidly. I'm not surprised we're down to four soaps. We used to have 16 of them when I was growing up. And, you know, now there's almost nothing left. And, you know, I think that they really need to listen to the fans Seriously, read their emails, read the message boards, and not be so arrogant like, oh, we know what we're doing and this is the way it's going to go. And then more and more shows are going to get the axe. And, you well, know, we love it. I'm, I don't like all these talk shows on. They've got too many of them now. Because I we lost two you. of them last year. I didn't watch those, but I was sad to see them go, you know, because they have been on since the 60s. And, you know, it. The way Jerry said, if Bird and the Beautiful keeps up, which is like the baby of them all, they're going to be off the air, too. Because, well, you know, really. I, I know a lot of people have had it with the whole Liam Hope and Steffi storyline. That's ridiculous. Well, Kimberly, I want to thank you so much for being a part of the show. We have to take a commercial break, but uh, I want to thank you so much for taking time out from your long weekend, the start of your long weekend, to be part of the show. For those of you out there who want to be part of the show, we have to take, as I said, a quick break. You can call in at 866-472-5788 while we're at commercial, or you can also head on over to Twitter and tweet at Soap Central Live with your comments or questions. We'll be sure to get them into the show as soon as possible. But for now, we're going to take that break. We'll be back in about two minutes with more of Soap Central Live.
Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, Check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey everybody, welcome back to Soap Central Live, where this week we are talking about anything and everything soap. Actually, we do that every week, but the difference is that this week, the phone lines, the guests, they're you, the soap fans. We don't have any uh, stars this week from any of your favorite shows because we wanted to take some time out to make sure that you have the opportunity to speak out and talk about what you like seeing on your favorite soaps. We talked about the bold and the beautiful in the last segment from a couple of callers. We are now going to talk a little bit about The Young and the Restless with a call from Pamela. Pamela, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? I am wonderful. Now, I understand that you want to talk about The Young and the Restless. So what specifically about Y&R has got your attention at the moment? It's a mess. It's just a mess. <laughs> to, it, the whole the storylines are just a mess. I mean, you have Paul, a straight arrow guy who has been there for everybody. He's he probably just rescued probably the whole town, in fact. And he's up for murder. And, and it's like it's like Michael does not believe him and Ronan does not believe him, but yet they're helping Phyllis out with her problem. And she really, and she really tried to murder somebody. It's ridiculous. It's just really ridiculous how they just hanging him out to drive, but yet they're giving her all the help. I mean, I love Michelle Sanford, really, I do. But her character really just gets on my nerves. How she just lies and manipulates and everything, you know. And and, and mm-hmm. Nick is just so oblivious to it. It's like he's trying to get to know her better, but yet he she's just pulling the wool right over his eyes. It's ridiculous. Well, let me ask you a question. The first thing that you said when I asked you what had your attention on the Young and the Restless, you said that it's a mess. So I would guess with that assessment. It isn't really a surprise to you that the show has decided to make some changes to its executive producer and head writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know, shows and things go through those changes. They try to revamp, try to take the show into a, a different direction, and they figure if they bring on this new person, this new person will have a new and fresh perspective of the show. Well, they're doing that. Hopefully, they're trying to maybe undo or reverse some of the things that fans weren't happy with. If you had the opportunity to sit down with the new executive producer and the head writer, what are some of the things that you specifically would like to see in order to turn the show more towards something that you would really be excited about and wouldn't be so much of a mess? Well, you know, do some better writing. Uh, do do some better writing. You know, I've 
I feel as though the fans, and I know those previous quarters have touched on this, know, know the characters better than they do. Like for, like for Sharon for once. She's going back to stealing. And I know, and I know it's because of things that's going on. When something's, when somebody does something to her, that's when she begins to steal. You know? And, 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 and with, and, and with, and with, and with Phyllis, it's like, I don't know. It's just, and then, and then you got Kane and, and Lily going through this. Is, is Sam alive or not? I just feel like that storyline within itself is not really going anywhere. I mean, yeah, you got, Gifts being dropped off at the at the house and all this, but it's not really going anywhere. You know, you really need to really listen to the fans and really understand your characters. I really think they really need to understand their characters more. I just well, think they're just writing just to write sometimes. Oh, absolutely. I think that uh, you were definitely onto something when you said earlier that some of the fans seem to know the characters maybe better than the writers, and that's... You know, that is a problem, and I think that we have when you have soaps that have been on for 25 or 30 years. 40 I mean, Young I watched Young Wrestlers when I was a, when I was a kid and on my, on my grandpa's lap. You know, that was, that was, that was the show. And I, the best, the best writing they did was when Miss Chancellor was taken hostage and Brock came back into the house and looked at the imposter and said, Where, you, where's my mother? You know, that was good writing. I don't feel like they're, you know, I don't think they're giving their characters or the actors justice as, you know, as, 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 it, as it is. I really, you know, they're not really, you know, getting, to, I mean, you'd say, we've been waiting for 20 years for Phyllis to be found out that she ran over Paul and Christine, <laughs> and I just feel like they're just, okay, no, yeah, I... it's out, and now what, you know? Uh, I, just, I understand what you mean. And one of the things, too, that our last caller in the last segment, uh, Kimberly, had mentioned, she talked a lot about the consistency. Does it bother you at all that for some of these characters, it seems you know, that we've had maybe three actresses in less than three years playing a role? Is that something that bothers you? Or are it you bothers able to get past me a that? lot because the thing is you, you, you expect these fans to invest their time and in these characters. Then you think, oh, this character's not working, so we'll just switch her out or him out. And then you ask us again to accept another character. Like, they recasted Noah again. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you doing that? I mean, he wasn't really on the show to begin with. Why are you recasting it? I mean, I'm not, I mean, the last actor was good. He was really good. And the replacement was good. And, you know, now you're asking us again to accept this person. And, yeah, you're telling his credentials, but we don't know how he's, because if you notice, every time they recast a, a character, that that person brings their own sting to that character. It's not the same character, you know. Like when they recast Noah, they had the, the Noah that they recasted was a person that did music. When they brought back the old Noah, the none of that was part of his character. So everybody brings in their own spin of what the what they think the character is, and then you expect the fans to buy it. It's you well, know, and, it, and it's, it's confusing sometimes. Let me give you one last question before I let you go, because we're uh, almost up to another commercial here. One of the big things that have, has been discussed on the YNR message boards on SoapCentral.com and certainly Facebook and Twitter over the past couple of weeks is whether or not Crystal Khalil is going to be leaving the role of Lily. Uh, it seems as though there's some issues on the contract talks now that those talks are back on. But what's your thought? If well, for some reason they weren't able to reach a deal, would you like to see the role recast? Would you like to see Lily disappear, or do you have another idea? Well, I would, I would, I would hope that they would find a, a, a medium between the two where she could stay. You know, sometimes they do these negotiations as a ploy. Sometimes they did the same thing with Eric Breeden because they were saying that he was leaving, and it was like, yeah, like they're gonna really recast Victor. There's nobody in this on this planet that can play this play Victor better than he can. No mm -hmm. one, absolutely no one. So I just think that you know they're gonna come to a meeting. They're gonna come to the meeting of the minds, and she's gonna stay because it's, it's you know she's she's done good. I mean, she's won an Emmy. She's done good. You know, everybody's. Everybody's saying that if she gets recast, they want the the a person that took a place to take her or to you know do the part again. But I think they will come to uh, come to the meeting of the minds, and you know everything will work out. I have to tell you, uh, I was certainly hoping 
that they didn't make this decision because she won her Emmy. Uh, you know, certainly it would be horrible to be in a role and be nominated for the Emmy and not get it. But that they thought, well, gee, she's got her Emmy now. Maybe we, we can push her out. I don't know well, if that well, had anything to well, well, why, why would you push her out? She just won Emmy. That means she's good at her, she's good at her craft. That's what I would think, you know. She's good at a craft, sometimes therefore I wonder. you keep her. You do everything you can to keep her. Well, That's Pamela, I want to thank you for taking some time out, and I want to make sure and wish you a very happy and safe long weekend here. You too. So thank you for being part of the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. We are at the time for another commercial break, everybody. But when we come back on the other side, we have another caller who's been waiting patiently. We have Sophia. And I'm also going to tell you how you can enter a contest to become a special guest host, a guest co-host here on Soap Central Live with me. But you're going to have to stay tuned for those details after this commercial break. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans. Are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. We are back here with our all-hour call-in show on Soap Central Live. I'm still, the last time I checked, your host, Dan Kroll. As I mentioned, this is a special show where we're taking all of your calls for the entire hour. You only have about 20 minutes or so to get in on the hotlines if you'd like to be a part of the show. The number is 866-5724. I don't know what the number is. One second. The number is 866-472-5788. I need to stop trying to do balance my checkbook and look at uh, phone numbers at the same time. Again, it's 866-472-5788. Now, we haven't heard a lot from General Hospital fans. I'm not entirely sure where you guys are. Hopefully, you didn't think that we moved to an hour early and you've missed the show. But we'd certainly like to hear from you. But in the meantime, we're going to head back to the phone lines and take a call from Sophia. Sophia, welcome to Subcentral Live. Hi, thanks for having me on the show. Well, I understand that you want to talk about The Bold and the Beautiful, so thank you so much for being a part of the show and calling in. What is it about B&B that got you over to the phone to give a call in? Um, well, I believe on Twitter, shortly before the show started, you had kind of posed a question like, you know, can B&B survive without Susan Flannery and Ron Moss? And I think if things were purely based on a North American market that, it, it's yeah. It, the show could survive, but B and B has a unique is a unique case because a lot of their success is depends on the European markets, and Ron Moss is is really big over in Europe, right? So yeah, that that would be the concern. Like, what impact is his departure specifically 
going to have on the European fan base and how will that affect the show's success staying on the air in North America? Well, one of the things that comes up often when there is a high-profile star, in this case it's stars, that are, are leaving is that you'll hear from some sides that say, you know, one star does not a show make. And then you have other people who are saying on the other side that they only watch a show for one particular actor, which I've always found hard to believe that if you have a show that has an ensemble cast of, say, 20 performers, that you're really only watching for one. So I never really totally believed that. But where do you think the truth is? Is the truth somewhere in the middle of all of that? Uh, I I would say so. I mean... Like you said, so so specifically are, are you know ensemble oriented shows. Um, now, to be honest, it's not like we even see Ridge and Stephanie all that much anymore. Uh, the show has this you know central focus on Liam, Steffi, and Hope. Which oh my God, it's getting to be too much. But um, <laughs> it can have a more balanced picture, and as as someone that fits into that that 18 to 34 year old demographic, um, while I do agree on the importance of of showcasing your younger actors, it needs to be done in a more balanced way. And I mean, I remember watching the show way back in its its early early days when it started, and Ridge, Brooke, and Taylor were well. I mean, Taylor came in a couple of years after, but they were not. Their age was not that far off from where Liam, Steffi, and Hope's ages are at now. And the show centered around those three previously, so it's kind of like the show's coming full circle. But it just needs to be balanced better. Well, let me ask you, since you obviously have watched The Bold and the Beautiful at length to be able to know about the different characters and the ins and outs, something that I posed earlier in the show, I'm not entirely sure if it was with uh, Caller Joey or, or Kimberly, I mentioned mm-hmm. that you have The Bold and the Beautiful that is, is for 25 years has built around two core families, but every so often they tried to bring in some characters that were completely unrelated. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, Antonio Sabato Jr., I'm thinking of... Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, a Martinez, I believe, came in for a minute. They, they've tried over the years mm-hmm. to bring in people, even certainly with uh, Sarah Brown, and much fanfare, much hype. And then, poof, the characters either didn't work or they decided they wanted to go back to the to focus on the core. And now you seem to have just sort of the opposite of that. So what's what's going on here? Why does it seem that all of a sudden they have to move away from the core for? Well, I'm not saying to to totally move away from the core four, but overall, the show needs to integrate uh, storylines among the generations much better. Um, so, I mean, no one, no one's ever going to replace Susan Flannery, but unfortunately, they're not using her talents um, effectively. I mean, she's she's relegated to this this person whose house is used for weddings. <laughs> Yeah. When, you know, it's not the same Stephanie that even as, as, you know, back as, as early back as, say, 10 years ago, that feisty Stephanie who's, you know, pulling the pregnancy pillow. Oh no, wait, I'm thinking of all my children. She's, um, <laughs> she, I'm thinking of the press conference when Stephanie <laughs> unveiled that Brooke was pregnant with Hope. And we don't have that Stephanie anymore. Yeah, you know, it's Susan Flannery, to me, uh, I've watched any reels for, gosh, I would say at least a decade now. And every time her reel comes up, I find myself paying more attention. I find myself watching Susan Flannery and thinking, you know, I can easily see her winning another Emmy. She's amazing at everything she does. So let's just say that things don't change and she really does decide to step away from the show in December Mm. and with no intention of returning. What do you think that they should do with the character of Stephanie, do they, heaven forbid, do they kill off the character? Do they have her leave town and we only hear about her every now and again? Uh, do we recast? What are our no, options? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I, I would hope that they would not, not kill her off. I would hope that they wouldn't recast her. She's just, Susan Flannery's irreplaceable. Um, I would hope that they would just send her off to be with Kristen or something like that. Um, but if she's leaving, I really think that they should focus more on the rest of the Forrester kids, like Thorne, and who's always just, it's like 
Luke's going to get a good storyline. Liam could be his son. And it's like, that didn't work out. And Thorne is back in the basement at Forrester. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm torn. I don't know what they can do. It, it's To me, it's really hard. It's more so, for me, the actors. I think that the actors have become iconic. I'm referring to Susan Flannery and, and Ron Moss. Right. That it's not necessarily that they couldn't. I mean, as they say, any role can be recast. Uh, I'm just stuck on the, the fact that they are so recognizable, that they've been there since the beginning, that I don't think – they certainly couldn't recast both uh, because that would be absolutely horrendous to have – two of the f- the core four, the so-called core four, recast all of a sudden. That wouldn't mm-hmm. work. Then if they're going to redo one of them, well, then you have to go back and forth. And at least for me, I, this is no reflection of uh, of my opinion of, of Ron Moss or of Ridge. I would think, at least for me, that it would be easier to recast Ridge because it seems that Ridge, at least recently, has been more involved in some of the story directly as opposed to with Susan Flannery, they've made Stephanie not even second fiddle in some cases. She's third fiddle or no fiddle at all. That yeah. I would rather see her character written off and or you know constantly be in the kitchen or somewhere. And if they have to choose between the two to keep Ridge around in some way, shape, or form, for me, the first choice would be to keep Ron Moss. But if they can't, absolutely cannot, then you have to start weighing some of your other options, I guess. If, if I had to pick between one of them, I, I have to be honest, I would want Susan Flannery to stay. Okay. Does that make us horrible people? <laughs> <laughs> I would I would hope not, but I'm just I remember like way back when I think they had was it Lane Davies that they had that temporary temporarily replaced Ron Moss? Yeah, I think so. And, I'm, I'm and the whole time I was like, this is not Ridge. I when is he coming back? Which is terrible because it was just an actor helping out with, you know, an actor, another actor that needed to be off for a while. Um, but I just, I can't see anyone else in either of their shoes. And if I had to pick one to stay, it would definitely be Susan Flannery. Well, I'm sure that that's going to set so many fans on fire. Again, we're, we're, we're doing the, the lesser of, of all kinds of evils here. It's not necessarily a reflection of, of how we feel about either of these stars. It's just a, right. it's a, it's a really, it's a difficult situation. I don't know. I don't know what you do. And I certainly think losing two at the same time or, or roughly the same time. I know Ron Moss last uh, airs in September and Susan Flannery is expected to go through December, but the announcement at the same time to me makes it even much more worse. It's sort of when they canceled All My Children and One Life to Live. Losing one of those soaps would have been horrific. Announcing mm-hmm. both of them on the same day made it just catastrophic and astronomically uh, just unfathomable. Here, it's a sort of the same thing. It's not just that we have one original cast member who's leaving. It's two of four, so it's 50% of the original cast. It seems to be... It kind of makes it a much bigger deal than maybe what it would have been ordinarily. Def- definitely, and I just want to say so that I don't, you know, no one gets inflamed i don't want to put anyone on the attack that i do you know i do recognize and i also feel that they susan flannery and ron moss are integral parts of that task they are part of the core four they're very important and it is a big loss to the show but i was just saying in in the the question of if you had to pick one that's all i was saying oh absolutely Uh, i'm just uh, teasing you a little bit because again it really is one of those situations it's 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 really like picking just two horrible choices. I think ideally, it's, it's like Sophie's fans. choice. <laughs> it kind of is. Uh, I mean, maybe not ultimately as, as tragic, but I, I guess oh, yeah. in, in terms of in terms of the soaps, the way that it's going, this it really is a. It's sort of a, a suck and suckier <laughs> choice. It really doesn't. It doesn't really help. But I want to thank you for taking some time out to to answer the hard questions with me, Sophia. Okay, thanks for having me. Take care. Absolutely. All right, everybody. We do have a caller to discuss General Hospital. Before we get on to this information about how you can be a guest co-host here on Soap Central Live, we're going to head over to Ohio and take a call from Liz. Liz, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, Dan. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm just ducky. I'm calling about, <laughs> I'm calling ducky. about Sting Certain. Yeah, Ducky, you know, from, okay. what was that, 16 Candles or whatever that movie was. I'm calling <laughs> well, about Sting Certain. 
Let's get to the to the the crux of this. It's it's a no win situation. We talked about the last caller, Sophia, about the bull and the beautiful. Where it doesn't seem to be, uh, you can't really pick which of the two stars you would want to leave. You want them both to stay. Here's the thing with Steve Burton. He wants to leave the show to spend some more time with his family. Obviously, okay. his fans are sort of torn between. They want him to be able to do what he wants and spend more time with his family. But again, selfishly, they want him to stay on the show because they love him. What? do you think is going to happen here? I mean, how do you sort of balance that off between people wanting him to stay, but knowing that he can't? Well, here's the thing. First of all, um, Jason is a character that we actually saw uh, arrive on General Hospital. He was born on General Hospital, and he was recast several times. And, um, you know, so is Steve Burton, yeah, he kind of made the role his own. He's been in it for 21 years. Um, but, you know... Like with anything, it, there was a time on One Life to Live when um, Clint left the show. Yeah. And, of course, the actor died, and they recast the role, and everybody was like, oh, there's no way nobody else can play Clint except Clint Ritchie. Well, then here comes Jerry Bedorn, and he did a phenomenal job. He really did. By the end of the year, he was Clint to me. And so I think with enough time, as time passes, you can recast Jason. How but much time are we talking about? Excuse me? How much time are we talking, though? I mean, when you say you, you need know, to take some time, are we talking, you know, a year? It really kind of depends on what you do. If you're going to take Jason in a different direction, you could probably recast the character sooner than, rather than later. But if you're going to basically have, him, have the new actor step into the role and it's going to continue, I would say you'd have to wait at least six months, if not more. Also depends on what Steve Burton does. Now, if he goes to Tennessee and he's with his family and everything is fine and hunky-dory, the fans will understand that. But if in two months he's on The Young and the Restless, then you're going to have a problem. And I think a recast will be much more, um, you could do it much sooner because you're going to have angry fans. Well, he left not to be with his family, but to go to The Young and the Restless. What do you think, I mean, do you think that that's likely from from what, we seem to I be really seen on the not. internet. Okay. I hope not. I really do. I pray that that's not what he does because, you know, right now uh, he said he left for his family and everybody's like, okay, I understand that. Look, we, you know, moms do it all the time. They quit their job to stay home with their kids, you know, and so I think everybody understands that. But if he ends up on the Young and the Restless, guess what? He lied to us then. He had to have known that he was going to be heading over there. In fairness, too, I mean, you know, one of the things that I think we've had to learn over the years is to really go through statements from shows or from networks with such a fine-tooth comb. If that is the case, let's just say that, that that's out there and there's a job waiting at the Young and the Restless, you have to note that he didn't say in, his, in uh, any of his statements or the interview how long he wanted to take a break. He may just want to take a break for a week. He may just want to take a break for a couple of months. Uh, you know, I, I think no, when we but- think of that... People are thinking longer term. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, technically, he wouldn't be lying, maybe, but he might not yeah, exactly but that's be telling the truth. That's a technicality. I, I think the fan is good. <laughs> you're, you're really uh, avid fans, if you will. Your soap opera fans are going to say, look, you knew what was going to happen. We know how this business works. We all read spoilers and news articles and everything else like that. We're a much savvier viewer than we were maybe 20 years ago because we have the Internet. So, yeah. you know... We're going to see through it if he should, you know, I mean, sure, he could just mean a week, but he knows what the impression is right now, and he knows that there are a lot of Jasm and liaison fans who are just heartbroken because he's leaving. Hmm. Nobody's going to get their, their Jason and Liz or their Jason and Sam happily ever after. So you have a lot of people who are heartbroken because he's leaving right now. You know, maybe if he had left, Back when he had the brain tumor thing going on, or whatever, that uh, piece of dashboard in his head, you know, we might have all said, okay, well, fine. You know, he was with Sam, he had his happily ever after, he's gone, he's moved on, green pastures and all that other good stuff. So, timing. Well, not to mention there's another couple that's being broken up that you didn't mention. You also have Jason and Sonny, who are probably the best known (laughs) platonic male couple in the history of daytime <laughs> Platonic, television. Platonic, you say, huh? <laughs> well, 
<laughs> we have we've been led to believe that it's platonic. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sonny is really. I think he's going to be walking around in black for many months now. <laughs> he's going to be worse than Liz and Sam are ever going to be without Jason around. He'll have um, no one yeah, to holster his gun, so to speak, I guess. <laughs> but you bring up a really good point. You know, what happens now with Sonny, with Jason gone? I mean, that's kind of like the Lone Ranger without Tonto. You know, what happens now with Sonny? Uh, maybe he ends up on, on the Young and the Restless because it's not working for him anymore on, on General Hospital because, I don't know, I mean, you know, anything's possible right now. But that's a really good point. What happens to Maurice Bernard? I mean, well, let's... I'm looking at the clock. We have maybe uh, one or two minutes or so to discuss this. What do you think they do? Do they then bring in another second-in-command, another crony or a henchman? Uh, I mean, that jokingly and playfully, to sort of have <laughs> as the new Jason? Do we recast the role? Do we then continue some of the focus of going away from the mob and maybe go back to hospital storylines? Do we bring in someone new? Do we go back to the cast lines? I mean, what do we do with such a significant presence on the show suddenly disappearing? I, I honestly, I don't know. I think um, they now have Joe Scully, who, by the way, I cannot stand this guy. <laughs> so, you know, but he will be a good adversary for Sonny for a while. So it will give Sonny some storyline. But in the long term, I really don't know who is going to step up and take that place of, of Jason. It can't be Spinelli. I mean, Sonny hates him. <laughs> you know? So um, I really don't know. I think a recast might be in the works because you really kind of need somebody there for, for Sonny. And so we'll see what happens. Well, we're going to see what happens, of course, when the show resumes on Monday. But one thing before I let you go, are you ready for General Hospital to air in its new time slot? Beginning on September 10th, it's going to be an hour earlier. Absolutely. I am I am a diehard General Hospital fan. I don't watch for one character or one actor. I watch because I've been watching since I was a little girl. And so I'll continue to watch while it's on the air. And I'll probably end up watching all my DVD or DVR recorded uh, episodes if they ever take it off the air, which they better not. I was oh. really, really angry. Well, we don't want you to be angry. So before you turn into the Incredible Hulk, I'm going to thank you for being a part of the show. Wish you a very happy and safe long holiday weekend. And hopefully we'll thank get to talk you. on the show in the, late, in the future. All righty. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye, Liz. We are going to take a quick break, but on the other side, I promise we're going to give you the details of this special contest of how you can be a guest host here on Soap Central Live. It's the weekend, everybody. We've started with not knowing phone numbers and drinking and whatever. Who knows? Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. 
For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. Now, all hour I have been teasing that there is a special contest where you can win a chance to co-host a future episode of Soap Central Live with me, well, now here are the details. All you have to do is go to soapcentral.com slash cohost. It's C-O-H-O-S-T. Or visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash soapcentral and tell us why you're a soap fan. It's that simple. We want to know why you tune into your favorite soaps every day, who your favorite characters are, who your favorite performers are, anything that hammers home exactly why you're a soap fan because we want to celebrate everything that we love about daytime while we still can. And certainly, you don't have to be a, just a current soap fan. Anytime that you've watched a soap, if you've said, you know what, I love my soaps, we want to hear from you. So again, you can head over to SoapCentral.com slash co-host or check out our Facebook page, answer the question of why you're a soap fan, and we'll be going through and picking out 10 of our favorite entries, contacting those finalists, and we'll be maybe bringing some of them on here to audition as a chance to be a co-host. But eventually there'll be at least one winner who will be invited back on a show that's convenient for them to be able to talk anything and everything soap with me. It sounds like the best opportunity to be able to show my thanks to all of you out there who've been listening to the show since, gosh, since we've been doing it back in 2010, or for visiting SoapCentral.com for the past 17, going on 18 years. It's been an amazing run, and again, I want to be able to share some of that love with all of you the way that you have shared that love with me, and particularly for calling in on today's show. So everybody, I want to thank you for being a part of our special call-in show. We're going to be back again next Friday, just like we are every Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, for the continuing saga of Soap Central Live. Have a great weekend, everybody. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.